0: Welcome to the live stream. I'm here with, uh, we have special guests with us today. Uh, Max Blumenthal, award-winning journalist, as well as the editor-in-chief and founder of the independent investigative news website, The Gray Zone. He's a best-selling author of several books, including Goliath, The 51-Day War, and The Management of Savagery. Please welcome Max Blumenthal. Hi, Max. How are you?
1: Hey, Jimmy. Good to be back.
0: So, I wanted, so we're going to talk about a lot of stuff today, Uh, but first up is China. So, This is from a guy named uh, Arnaud Bertrand, and he, or Bertrand, he did a good thread on this. So I'll just read it real quick, and we'll bring Max in. What China history also shows is that protests can turn very bad. So the answer here will be to a real test of proper governance. As we've seen with Hong Kong and many color revolutions, such protests that may start organically are often exploited by the West. As such, this is also in many ways a test of proper Western governance, whether they'll do their usual meddling and make a bad situation worse, as is pretty much always the case, or whether they'll let the Chinese people solve their own problems on their own. Key signs to look for protest banners in English, protest statements by Western officials, revendications by protesters that it'd be highly unusual for Chinese people, but fit Western talking points, etc. So he's talking about... If the United States is going to interfere now, he's his take uh, zero COVID has to go hard band aid to rip because China might experience much of the pain other countries had to go through in 2020 and 2021. So China, by doing their COVID zero policy, has just delayed the inevitable. The inevitable is everybody's going to get COVID. That's the inevitable. And so, so now they're going to go through what we went through in 2021. I guess the government was waiting for better medicines to appear or much milder variants, but obviously the population is just fed up at this stage. Hey, there are monoclonals. Monoclonals are wildly successful in treating. So I don't, again, I don't understand. Nobody talks about monoclonals anymore. They have, they, 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 uh, my own in-laws who live in a small, and by the way, there's many other things you can do now. There's many, and I can't say them on YouTube, but there are many things you can do. Vitamin D3 is one of them. Zinc is another. They never tell you about that stuff. They never tell you about monoclonals. My, and then and there's and 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 possibly other things. Fluvoxamine, they don't talk about. My own in-laws who live in a small city in Henan are on their sixth lockdown since the summer. Wow. They're patriots. Like, China, like They like China and are proud of the country's achievements as much as any Chinese person, but they're fed up with zero COVID. The sentiment is very widespread now. So the protesters' anger is legit. Let's not just transform this anger that is aimed at improving people's lives, although stopping zero COVID will be painful, into something that will make their lives worse. That's the danger. Let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater. And just to give you an example of what's going on, this guy came to his store and they put a barrier around his store nobody can go in this the government did this and this is how he handled it he says this house is locked i can't go back i slept in the electrician last night the door was also locked this morning i am a legal agent you can lock my, my door without a notice from the neighborhood committee this is a legal society I have been waiting for a law to protect us. But it's been three years. We are still like this. If this law can't protect us, I will protect myself. He, so let me bring in um, Max Blumenthal. Max, what is your initial take of the uprising in China? And go ahead.
1: Well, I see it in light of the uprisings we've had here in the West, or which took place in Australia or New Zealand, uh, where there was a zero COVID policy for a long period, Australia had a, like hundreds of days of lockdown in many of their cities. Um, and I don't think it's moving toward regime change. I don't. It's unclear to me that that's even what the majority of the protesters want. We've seen video of some um, even expressing support for the Communist Party of China while saying it should stand for more freedom. Uh, and and then there are also chants denouncing Xi Jinping, um, but it's unclear if that means that this is all about regime change. Uh, it's definitely clear to me that there are elements in the US and in Biden's National Security Council that would like it to go in that direction. But let's just talk about the policy first, zero COVID. I mean, we've talked about it before on your show, zero COVID is a recipe for disaster because there's no way out. Uh, It requires massive human rights violations. It requires quarantine camps, literal internment centers. And we haven't just seen them in China, we saw them in Australia. And we've heard calls for them in other countries. It requires driving people insane in their homes, it delays routine medical treatments, Uh, mass surveillance is required, massive policing, and It can lead to the destabilization of your society when you start abusing your population uh, in, in order to prevent a very transmissible virus from spreading. And as the virus becomes more transmissible and less lethal, as we're seeing with all of the sub variants of Omicron, it's impossible to, it's harder and harder to contain. And so the lockdowns are spreading to further and further deep, further into the Chinese mainland. First it was Shanghai in April. and It's very dangerous when you start tempting fate because you're going to get mass protest even in a country like China where protests are typically localized and they don't spread nationally and they focus on one local issue typically. That's, that's a problem for China because China is a target of imperialism. I mean, Biden administration has been conducting military drills close to Chinese waters for the past few weeks. Biden's been in the region planning to counter and contain China. And so they set the stage for these mass protests. And this has been building, actually, since April uh, when Shanghai was hit with a lockdown. Shanghai and Beijing are different cities. And, you know, in talking to people who are from Shanghai, they explain that Shanghai is more business oriented. Um, They are more open. And you know, this is the city where Jack Ma, the Alibaba chairman, gave his famous speech uh, at a business conference uh, denouncing the Chinese government for criticizing them for not being innovative enough and not being open enough. And it didn't work out too well for him after that. So the protests actually kind of started in Shanghai in April where parents got together and said, stop separating our kids from us and taking them to quarantine centers just because they have positive tests Um, and 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 the the writing was on the wall. So the question is, does China even have any way out from this? How how do you get out of zero COVID? How do you roll it back? And they're starting to roll back some of the lockdowns. But how do you get out of it when the, the vaccine, whether it's mRNA or Sinovac, does not prevent infection or transmission, according to even Anthony Fauci? and China's measuring its success by uh, zero COVID, meaning zero infections, a total elimination of infections. How do you do that? There isn't a clear way out uh, where the Chinese leadership can just declare victory and get out of this policy. And so I don't know where it's going to lead, but it's clear that people are tired of being abused by the zero COVID policy.
0: So Chinese government are tightening the grip on the Chinese people in all kinds of ways in some cities. So this is so, in some cities, you have to be facially recognized to take Subwave. The fee is deducted directly from your bank account. If cameras everywhere. You want to see this, how it works? Here, let's see how it works. That doesn't, that doesn't look Orwellian. That, that's, not, that's scary to me. You want to see how you buy a soda? Here's how, you, here's how you buy a soda. You walk up, you press the button, it takes a picture of you, and then it takes the money out of your bank account. And then you can buy something. You want to check? You want to check into a hotel? Same shit. You want to check into a hotel? They gotta scan your face. Can't get in. Can't get in. Look, you can't get in a hotel unless they till they scan your face. And then you, and then the government has your 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 dossier. They have everything. They have your file. They have your vaccine status. They have your money. They have It's crazy. Here's one more. Here's a guy buying a plate of food. Watch how, watch how you buy a plate of food over there. That's creepy. So you put your plate down. It takes a picture of your food. Then it takes a picture of your face. And then here's a guy in a grocery store. So in a supermarket, after your face is recognized on a map on the screen, will then lead you to the goods you want. The camera on the cart can detect if you put goods you scanned into it. The return of goods and checkout can be done on the screen without a cashier. Turn it out, Turn it down. So, so there it is. So it seems like a totalitarian. It's Max. So what, what? What could possibly be the downsides of that?
1: Well, China's. It seems like China is um able to implement a technology that's basically at the heart of the fourth industrial revolution that, you know, Davos is pushing, that corporate America is pushing. I, I in order there's a there's an Amazon on Wisconsin uh, sorry, a Whole Foods on Wisconsin Avenue here in Washington, DC, where to get in you either scan a QR code or you scan your palm. You do a biometric scan. And It's just like what you portrayed. There are cameras, hundreds and hundreds of cameras in the ceiling that monitor everything you do in there and you don't pay at a register. You just remove the food, scan scan your palm again and walk out. That's the way it's going to be here but there are more – there's obviously more public pressure against mass surveillance. There are civil liberties organizations so China is able to kind of be the avant-garde. That's all we're seeing there. And That's why – one reason I opposed the mandates and I spelled this out was that the mandates lay the basis in the United States for deepening – I mean we already have a a credit system, a discriminatory credit system but for social credit because if you don't display good behavior before the government according to completely unscientific mandates and don't agree to put mRNA in your body – then you will be excluded from society thanks to vaccine passports. The mandates laid the basis for the passports. The passports would be digitized. They would ultimately be connected to your finance. Mm-hmm. And it's clear that we're moving towards, especially uh, as the crypto market starts to kind of collapse and it falls into, dis- into you know, Its reputation is destroyed by figures like Sam Bankman-Fried and FTX that were moving towards central bank digital currency which will allow total control in a, you know, when citizens no longer have access to cash, everything is digitized and their finances can be cut off as we saw in Canada with donors to the Freedom Convoy and it will be cut off under these supposedly liberal democratic governments that you have the recipe for a kind of technocratic authoritarianism under the under the guise of liberal democracy. So it's it's, what we're looking at in China, we can't exceptionalize. Do you understand what I'm saying? We can't just look at it as a purely Chinese phenomenon. When it's coming to a city near you.
0: Yeah, they're just they're just on the forefront of this. And but all the the people in power from our government to Canada's government, to every bank and to the W.E.F., they're pushing it. And if you know anything about who really runs society, runs governments and cultures, it's the money. So it's the banks and it's the corporations. It's not the governments actually running themselves anymore.
1: Yeah, completely. Um, I mean, look at the picture. I don't know if you showed it, but of uh, Tony Blair and Bill Clinton on stage with Sam Bankman Fried.
0: No, I didn't still.
1: He's, he's sitting, sitting there. They're, they're wearing these expensive suits and they're trying really hard to look serious. And he's sitting there fiddling with his phone. He's got shorts on. He looks completely disheveled. He looks like, you know, but who's really in charge? Like, why would they sit on stage and humiliate themselves? Because he's a billionaire and that's who runs the show.
0: So. It, it,
1: So, picture really said a thousand words.
0: So now, what I what I want to look at now in relations to China is I want to look at the people who are complete hypocrites. Now I wish I had more of these. I didn't have enough time to put it together. You, uh, Max, helped me out with this, but the people who said one thing about when we were protesting COVID mandates and lockdowns here in the United States or in the West, and now how they completely different. When it comes to China protesting their, their uh, government over lockdowns and COVID policies. So here is Na- Naomi Klein. Naomi Klein be- uh, has a little bit of Trump derangement syndrome, not a little, a lot. And she wrote an article, Toxic Nostalgia, From Putin to Trump to the Trucker Convoys. Uh, she, and here's just one paragraph. The whole thing is garbage. But here's just one paragraph. Right. Given their common cosmologies, it should come as no surprise that Putin, Trump and the freedom convoys, she mashes them all together. Putin yeah. and Trump, which there's never <laughs> been a connection between them. The the Mueller report completely said there was no collusion between Trump or anybody, but they just keep saying it because they hate them. So they they do McCarthy smears and then they bring in the truckers. The truckers are also with Putin and Trump, even though they have nothing to do with them. They're in another country. So that's what she said about when people were protesting authoritarian bullshit here in the United States. Now, what does she say? Now she says this popular decentralized uprising in China against authoritarian (laughs) rule has been so long in coming. The international left, such as it is, should stand in clear solidarity. What about the solidarity with the truckers? They, They were Trumpers, though, right? But if you're Chinese, you're not a Trumper.
1: Hmm, maybe the government. There's something different about the governments that Naomi Klein is uh, just sympathetic to Trudeau and and Freeland and the emergency rule that they imposed on Ottawa and Canadian citizens seizing their bank accounts. She was okay with saying, that. She she instead of condemning what happened in her country in Canada. Even if she didn't take the side of the Freedom Convoy, instead of condemning that and Trudeau, what he did, which is just and, – and, and all of the psyops they pulled to paint the truckers as yes. violent psychopaths who were ready to uh, carry out an insurrection in Ottawa, which is all being exposed in these hearings. Um, she Instead of doing that, she attacked the truckers as white supremacists who were in line somehow in league with Russia. Why? Because their trucks run on fossil fuels. That was what connects Trump, the truckers, and Russia. And she said that those who rely on fossil fuels to make a living or power their economies like Russia are also sympathetic to white nationalism.
0: What the effing are you? uh, This is unbelievable. It's Naomi Klein who has the ability to write a good book. She has the ability. But Trump derangement syndrome makes you hate anybody who doesn't agree with you and you slander anybody who doesn't agree with you as a white supremacist. They'll call black people white supremacists. They'll call natives white supremacists. They'll call Indians white supremacists. I've seen it happen. They did. De- well, t- headline yeah. in the Los Angeles
1: Times, Larry Elder, white supremacist. He's a black guy. Or all the Sikh truckers. The That's Sikh what I'm saying. Who, who went. Participate in the freedom convoy, they're all white supremacists. There were plenty of indigenous people involved in that, too. But you're right, she had the the ability once a long time ago to write a good book, uh, The Shock Doctrine, about how the capitalist neoliberal capitalism seeks a shock in order to impose its doctrine. And what was what what was COVID 19? -19? But the biggest shock of our lifetimes in order to impose a digital dictatorship. And mine the public for billions and billions of dollars, creating all of these, uh, you know, just lining the pockets of Bill Gates, making billionaires out of the CEOs of Moderna. And she had nothing or next to nothing to say. I mean, I know she doesn't write a lot. She gets paid about $22,000 per column by The Intercept. But this is also just symptomatic of a wider trend um, the celebration of the brave protesters in China and the condemnation of the brave protesters in the U S Canada, Australia, and across Europe. And I just want to say we we're consistent.
0: <laughs> we, we've been consistent since day one, my body, my choice. We've been consistent. I've been consistent with that. My body, my choice, and that the, the mandates didn't make sense because there was no science behind the mandates. And now it's been revealed that there weren't any science behind the mandates and that th- there was a Pfizer executive One question. First of all, the head of Pfizer refused to appear before the European uh, Parliament. But so he sent another executive and another executive from Pfizer was being questioned in front of the European Parliament about the testing they did to see if their vaccine stopped transmission. The Pfizer executives admitted they never even tested it to see if it stopped transmission. Yeah. And so and then you're going to call people who stand up against that. You're going to call them white supremacists. That is so disgusting. I can't t- That is again you're you you are now you are the moral superior of no one when you do that. You can't point the finger at Alex Jones. You can't point a finger at Sean Hannity. You can't point a finger at anybody because she did that people who are now she's calling heroes for doing the same thing in China. She was calling white supremacists in her own goddamn country
1: yeah why can't we see why can't she see that what many people in China have gone through under hundred day plus lockdowns is the same as what many people in Canada went through under hundred plus day lockdowns why they're the they're they have the same exact response you go absolutely insane it is inhuman uh but you know Trudeau must be defended at all costs against the fascist authoritarians and and you know when i say i've been consistent i'm part of the brave protesters and so are you we participated in, in the defeat the mandates rallies that i think helped prevent this kind of system from expanding in our country if it wasn't for the brave protesters in the us it would have been more like canada or like western europe or australia or new zealand and so i salute them for preventing us from living through an even worse lockdown but then you had people in the lockdown left when omicron hit which was far less lethal than the Delta variant, more transmissible, who said, we never had the real lockdown and we need the real lockdown.
0: And the (laughs) world, you know,
1: these are like the people around, like the the weird uh, Trotskyist guys who operate under assumed names at the World Socialist website who called me a fascist because I spoke at the Defeat the Mandates rally um, where I got – standing uh, a massive yeah, those, ovation. Those from guys the crowd.
0: at the those guys at the world socialist website are 100% uh infiltrated by intelligence. They they are not a real they're not real socialists. They're totally infiltrated and they go I, along I know, with the I mean, establishment and on, on, and I'm not you don't have to fucking go along with it, but I'm saying it. Okay. <laughs> okay? You you're
1: not saying it. I'm fucking saying it. I think they just lack it, lack social intelligence. They're just weird shut-ins who think that people actually are going to be able to exist under permanent they, lockdown. I mean, they're, they, they're calling, when they say the real lockdown, they are calling for what people are protesting now in China, and they want it imposed on a permanent basis in the United States for the rest of our lives. They leave no way out of it. And anyone who opposes it, who has any bone of humanity in them, is a fascist. That's their logic. And it's not limited to them. It was the whole lockdown left. It was the Chicago Teachers Union uh calling saying that it was racist to send children back to school uh during Omicron. I was called
0: anti-teacher for because of, I was I was called anti-union and anti-teacher because the teachers union in Chicago didn't know the science and I did and they were harming children.
1: What about the science of uh poor children in Chicago needing uh free lunches and a place to go right. uh, aside from the fact that Omicron does not Doesn't has a .00 death rate with young people. Aside from that, that none of these other factors are ever taken into account. And and you know the left loves to talk about um, self care and mental wellness and mental health, except when it comes to locking down people forever. (laughs) At least the lockdown left, the part of the left that lost its critical capacities during COVID. So it's now all it's now all being exposed, and um, we're seeing. You know a lack of a lack of consistency
0: uh to say the least a lack of consistency people outright well just like her if you protest covid in the west you're you're a white supremacist if you protest covid in china we all need to stand together with you in clear solidarity
1: and the left needs to do it the left because what she's saying is the left needs to support regime change in china
0: So what, so yeah, so whatever, what the, what the hell do you think happened in Naomi Klein? We can only speculate what happened to her, but now she's pushing establishment talking points at the top of her lungs uh, every time she opens her mouth. So she's pretty useless. (laughs) She's, she's actually worse than useless. She's actually a a detriment now to society and doing shit like this is very suspect. It's very, 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 very suspect.
1: I mean, she's just the the darling of the nonprofit industrial complex. Well, she Always. works, for, and she works for a billionaire, right? Doesn't she work for the Intercept? Well, she she comes out of that the 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 billionaire run Intercept, which also got five hundred thousand dollars from Sam Bankman Freed. <laughs> um, of course, but they did. She has she has this whole like series of of nonprofits that are and found billionaire back foundations like the Rockefeller Brothers. That are sponsoring all of her climate change um, PR projects, and that's what happened to her. Um, and you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not weighing in on the climate issue, except to note that for some reason, a lot of the same billionaires who supported COVID zero type policies and who profited. <laughs> from the lockdowns are obsessed with the climate and seem to be supportive of something like COVID lockdowns. Actually, there's this guy, this this character in Washington, John Pfeffer, he heads IPS, the Institute for Policy Studies. It's like the left liberal think tank, the official left liberal think tank in, in Washington. Jamie Raskin's father founded it. He actually said that we need to stop the anti-vaxxers. He wrote a column. We need to stop the anti-vaxxers because they're getting in the way of the climate lockdowns we need to impose. Whoa, you're kidding. No, I should. I mean, I, I, would, um, I could Google it and send it to you. But yeah, I mean, this is... He's, he basically said the quiet part out loud. Wow.
0: Well, here's one more example that you sent me. Uh, this is someone named uh, Zeynep Tufekci which sounds like a made-up name, but I don't think it is. She says, oh, come on. Now we're And we're talking about, uh, we're talking about, um, uh, she says, oh, oh, come on, what's going on in China has little to do with anywhere else. It's not even remotely comparable. People died in a fire with a sealed shut door. This is disrespectful to the bravery and suffering of people in China. Let's get a grip out of respect, if nothing else. Show some respect show some You're respect Disrespecting
1: the bravery by putting this in a wider international context.
0: Show some yeah. respect Show some respect and don't connect the dots and shut up. you so the way you show respect is shutting up.
1: Is't that weird? Yeah shut up and, and stop. It, 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 this is it's Western exceptionalism is a sign of dis, you know is, is respect because yes, in Shanghai, people in, in April. And this wasn't as widely acknowledged as what happened in Urumshi um, with the fire, but people were losing their lives or being denied medical treatment because of the lockdowns. And the same thing happened in the is happening in Western societies. And New Zealand has this weight like wave of excess deaths. What's going on there? That's because of the lockdowns. There's that's a, because they ended their zero COVID policy.
0: There's excess deaths everywhere. Yeah. So there, it's not just New Zealand. There's excess death. They're not talking about it on the pharma-funded news shows. <laughs> They're not going to tell you that there's excess deaths. that That is now, there's people saying that it's just as bad as COVID. As far as killing people, even worse. Some people are saying, I watch my favorite doctors on YouTube. You can find your own. But there are now excess deaths that it is not attributable to COVID. So people are dying in way bigger numbers than they're supposed to be dying and they don't know why. And guess what? No one's asking. No one's looking into it. Just like no one's looking into the origin of the COVID-19 virus. They don't want you to look into it and they're not looking into
1: it. So, So you can only look at what it's not a big fire. It's not a big spectacular fire. It's happening quietly. Right. But many, many people are dying. It's not, just hap- it's not just happening in China, but it's disrespectful to the victims in China to talk about to this. To talk
0: about this. It's disrespectful. Here is another tweet by her. Uh, she said, I, so this guy says that uh, when we have public trials, Peter Hotez should be a focus. He lied about kids and COVID for years in order to keep schools closed playing a key expert role in the intentional destruction of a generation of youth. It's all on the record. Hotez's books is a fantasy and an obvious grift. Who is that guy? Do you know who that guy is?
1: Yeah, Peter Hotez is one of these kind of court scientists that just provided the scientific bunk to support co- school closures. So that, you know, Fauci or um, Deborah right. Burks or Biden himself could point to it and say, we need to do it.
0: So she says about him. I've criticized Peter Hotez in specific, strong terms when I thought something he said wasn't right. But this is absolute vile, dangerous stuff. Public trials, intentional destruction of youth, unblocking long enough to report the tweet. So he wants. She wants to. She wants to c- <laughs> censor him. Someone who's calling for a public trial. And she we wa- should only
1: have private trials. We, we need. Should, we know. should only have
0: secret trials. Yeah. secret. What, you don't want to have this out in the public. She doesn't want to have it out in the public even. What could be more democratic and Western value than that than to have a public inquiry into what the F happened with COVID and why we let our children down so
1: much? How how dare you... uh, This is dangerous. How how dare you condemn the destruction of a generation of youth in strong terms? I'm reporting that. Yes! Uh, But but, uh, if you're in China, well, uh, do it just don't disrespect the brave protesters. I mean it's begging for a meme showing you know, protesters in camouflage uh, and with trucks being condemned and protesters in China who look like uh, regular middle-class urban people or factory workers being celebrated by the same people. I mean I can't quite conceive the meme but this is the thinking of the left liberal branch COVIDian cult right now. Because they can't choose between their support for regime change in China and their support for the covidian regime at home.
0: So, of course, Taylor Lorenz, our favorite uh, mental case from The Washington Post, <laughs> um, she criticized her own paper because The Washington Post came out against the Chinese covid lockdowns. Really? Sure. After Jeff Bezos made a couple hundred billion dollars off the lockdowns and the grift they did with the five trillion dollars upward and it called the CARES Act that Bernie and every progressive voted for. And then they went on to vote for war because they're all war pigs while they wag their finger at Tulsi, who's against those, who's telling the truth about them anyway. Controversial Washington Post reporter Taylor Lorenz slams her own paper for opposing Chinese COVID lockdowns and claims the United States is killing off millions of vulnerable people by not locking down. Now, if you said the opposite of that, you'd be called a conspiracy theorist. If you said that it's not killing millions of people, you would be called crazy. But you could say this. Uh Washington Post journalist Taylor Rentz has criticized her own newspaper. WAPO article described the country's lack of vaccination as a critical flaw in its zero COVID strategy, leaving the country without any natural immunity. Lorenz tore apart the piece in a single tweet stating that there was no lasting natural immunity and implementing lockdowns to save lives was not a critical flaw. Twitter users were were appalled that Lorenz would defend the authoritarian country's lockdowns and implied human rights violations. One user accused her of spreading misinformation, but the Washington Post editors were unlikely to sanction her because her controversy, controversy results in clicks for its website. <laughs> there were a few, so they're doing clickbaity stuff over at Washington Post. Like they always have. I like people accuse me of doing, oh, your, your headlines are clickbaity. That's called a headline. <laughs> That's why people write headlines. And if you look at any newspaper, they all do the same thing. It's just that I have colorful thumbnails, and it really makes people uncomfortable. There were a few direct responses to Lorenz's original tweet because her Twitter settings do not allow for, ah, uh, oh, so she uh, didn't let people reply to her tweet. That's a real journalist. That's a real gumshoe, tough-as-nails kind of journalist. So they're still calling for it. Isn't that great? We, I, I saw our favorite mental case, Walker, also... He's up he, <laughs> he these people are such mental cases it's funny to watch them melt down in in public um
1: you know childless shut-ins who want to the whole society under permanent lockdown
0: childless shut-ins that's a perfect description of those complete people complete
1: social misfits who are, are uh, deeply antisocial and they want everyone to pay for their defects it, it's it's sickening i mean who, Taylor Lawrence imagine if she were in power imagine if these people were in power in the united states i mean the the protests in china they're spreading imagine what would happen in the us if they had their way and what would happen to them if they somehow gained power and they will never gain power by the way and the longer that the that the um activist left adheres to this covidian mentality the more the less likely it is that they'll hold power because people don't like being locked down forever they don't want it they will revolt because they need to be human
0: what uh what what happened was I had thought what had happened with Bernie Sanders in 2016 was that a big percentage of the left realized that this was a fool's errand to try to run people inside the Democratic Party. That's what I thought. I thought that we had realized that the enemy was our own Democratic Party who was just as right wing and corporate captured as the as the Republican Party. I thought we had all agreed that. And then they got Trump and fascism and white supremacy to scare the shit out of you. And now all those people went away because Bernie's tucked his tail and stopped criticizing the Democratic Party. It all went away. And all those Bernie supporters are just regular Democrats now. They just support a pro-war anti-worker party and they become the fucking fascists they think they're fighting. Isn't that wild?
1: Yeah, Yeah, it was supposed to be a hostile takeover of the Democratic Party. That's right. It was just a failed sympathetic takeover.
0: It, was, it wasn't even... I mean, ta- it wasn't
1: even a takeover. No. It was,
0: just- it was a joining. It was a supporting. There was a failed... It, there was no takeover. They were. Just, and so that's what this is coming for. So now there's nobody on the left. Whenever you want to stand up against the status quo, which is set by the Democrats, people are afraid they're going to be called a white supremacist now. Because I get called white supremacist all the time. I get called a right-winger. I get called this and that because I'm telling the truth about the Democratic Party and this bullshit that's coming out of the Biden administration. And if you do that, they just label you a right winger a fascist and a white supremacist and there's nobody on the activist left to stand up and say anything about it even ralph nader goes along with that kind of garbage and it's heartbreaking to see um nobody will stand up against this covid stuff nobody of course you saw what chomsky did and chomsky will never apologize uh, just, just, just revealing that everyone can be a huge piece of shit at any point in their life because when he shit on healthcare activists and then he came out and said the unvaccinated should be separate. I mean, where are the people who are supposed to be standing up against this? They're nowhere to be found, and it's it's so it falls on the un- shoulders of fucking asswipe comedians like me. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, it was very revealing. I mean, just to recap, Noam Chomsky. The, one of the greatest social critics of our time called for placing people who refused to accept an experimental gene therapy injection in concentration camps and not once, but when he was asked about it again, he doubled down i mean and I, you know what what is the what are the consequences of these words I mean because right now they're just words but you know, you have people, some people in the activist left, the kind of Branch Covidian dead-enders, they're still calling for lockdowns, endless lockdowns, the real lockdown. <laughs> Meaning, like, I guess, bolting people in their homes. They never really quite say what it is. But at the same time, I mean, a lot of these organization, activist organizations and figures that were demanding that, clamoring for it at the beginning of Omicron, they went out in with big crowds during the um, Roe v. Wade demonstrations, when the Supreme Court started moving to reverse Roe v. Wade, they're still out there. These high-profile journalists like Taylor Lorenz, who invent controversies and go ruin the lives of regular know, some people, reactionary regular person, while they suck up to power. Uh, they're traveling around. They're going on planes. They they think just what? Because you wear a face diaper, that gives you the excuse when you're calling. You're not calling for just, you know, masks, you're calling for the real lockdown. You called for the real lockdown, but you're still participating in person to person activism. So where's the consistency? They're hypocrites too. Um, And they, you know, I think they should put their money where their mouth is and they should self lock down, that they should remove themselves permanently from society, Yes. let the rest of us get on with our lives. And if you love masks so much, you should just wear a mask. Wear, two, wear five masks so we can no longer hear what you're saying. <laughs> just shut up. We're, I want muzzle mandates for these people. So, hey,
0: let me show you this. Did you see that? So the Chinese are big on censorship, right? That's another thing. I can't believe that the Chinese people are pro-censorship from there. And so they were all holding up white pieces of paper. Well, for, uh, uh so you've seen this right so you, so now in china they hold up a piece of white paper as a protest and now why do they do that because china will arrest you for saying bad words it's just like they will now in the united states and um so at protest they hold up a blank piece of paper that is they're saying i'm against censorship that's what that paper says but what are they going to do arrest somebody for holding up a blank piece of paper they probably will start doing that mm-hmm. soon so here um and this 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 started it has its roots in the 2020 hong kong demonstrations um and then I, I guess that was that had something to do with the movement, uh, the protests in 2019 that saw the city grind to a halt and officials violently clamp down on demonstrators. So that's where this is all coming from. Let's listen to what they have to say.
1: I think in a just society, no one should be criminalized for their speech. There should not be one voice in our society. We need a variety of voices. We hope this piece of white paper can bring about positive effects and let others know that what we are going through is wrong. We should speak for ourselves. I hope in the future I will no longer be holding a white piece of paper, but what I really want to express, so that more and more people know directly. I think we just need to identify the close contacts or semi-close contacts, those people who might be infected. This is just enough. We don't need this huge screening of the whole compound. It's not necessary to be so meticulous.
0: So that's what's going on with their censorship now a lot of people are for censorship in the united states and they would be for censoring so they wouldn't be against this um
1: and you know you and i are censored in ways we didn't expect we would be several years ago
0: right so we've been shadow banned and so i have a video that i tweet out and it's a tweet a video of why i say i criticize democrats not because i side with republicans i criticize democrats because they side with republicans and i have a video that's very well put together by matt Orfila, and now i've liked and retweeted that uh and they take away my likes and i've seen everybody every time i retweet it because every time i trend i retweet that so that's what i want people to see and there'll be multiple people underneath saying i've liked this this tweet every time jimmy retweets it and it it vanishes so that's the kind of censorship that we get here in the united states it's this kind of shadow banning and so it uh, artificially inflates other people like you know, you know those people from the intercept who can who can belch and they'll get uh 10,000 or 50,000 likes on it. i've never had yeah. 50,000 likes on a tweet in my life but here's my most popular tweet it has i don't know 10 15,000 and they keep taking the likes away and so we're in some algorithm that suppresses us isn't that, isn't that hilarious?
1: Well, it's just a more sophisticated form of censorship because we live in a uh, country that, uh, that conveys its moral authority by boasting about its democracy. So they can't just hard censor every all speech. Um, it's only when you become a real threat to the national security state that you get thrown in a prison for the rest of your life like Julian Assange. But uh, China has a different system and we also have to recognize many people Support that system because it's lifted so many poor people out of poverty, and they're being asked to make a kind of bargain where they don't get the kind of individual freedom, but there's actual development policy. And now the contra- some of the contradictions are coming to light because the government is pushing too far. The question is, what will happen with these protests? Because the Hong Kong protests, as we exposed at the gray zone were being sponsored by the US and the UK, the former colonial master of Hong Kong. They were being encouraged when the Hong Kong protesters broke into the Hong Kong parliament, January 6th style, and trashed the parliament. Uh, they were celebrated by the US State Department, the same one that would condemn the January 6th attack as the worst horror ever visited on the US. as was a 9-11 style attack. So will it turn into that? Right now they're not calling – there's no clear call for um, not just regime change but intervention. In Hong Kong, the protesters began calling for a kind of military intervention for the U.S. to come in and directly support them. And If if that starts to happen in China, uh, the protesters will lose the sympathy of the Chinese public and it will prove the point uh, that many of their critics are making of them. Right now it's not there yet. Uh, but that's you know something to watch out for, and you, I, I'm sure that the State Department and all of its various cutouts can't resist. They won't be able to resist trying to um, to apply these protests to their own ends.
0: Well, do you want to hear how bad the censorship is? So when they when they show the World Cup, they put it on a 30 second delay in uh, China in case they show a, the crowd and the crowd's not wearing masks. They don't want people in China to see the crowds at the World Cup not wearing masks, so they cut away. That's amazing. You know, they do separate. You mentioned it, Max. They separate people. When you get COVID in China, you get separated from your family, even if you're a kid, and they send you to a, uh, a shipping crate.
1: Well, I was saying uh, how the protests sort of, or the, you know, mass, mass discontentment built in Shanghai in April uh, they actually got the Chinese government to reverse that policy because there was so much outrage that children were being sent off to quarantine camps without their parents uh, just because it's they crazy. got a positive test. Um, that's zero COVID. That's zero COVID. And, you know, anywhere zero COVID takes hold, you will see camps. It happened in Australia as well.
0: Uh, let's see. This says the protests inside the PRC are disrupting the Chinese economy and spreading to larger world markets. Oil prices, Chinese stocks, and Apple iPhones are the first casualties as the protests grow across the R P C. So, look here. You want to hear one more? Here's one more of the censorship. So now they don't want you taking pictures of the protests either. So in this, they're taking, they're deleting this woman's photos of the protests. Watch this. <laughs> They have her phone and they're deleting her phone, her photos. <laughs> so that's the life in that's life in China. It's complete authoritarian government, which a lot of people are hungry for here in the United States.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't want to defend what's happening there. But again, it needs to be pointed out that, you know, police often try to seize your phone if you film them committing acts of brutality in the US. And, you know, of course, it's it's I just don't want to exceptionalize what's taking place because we're moving towards a technocracy here and we just need another shock for the doctrine to come in. And, and I live here. I'm going to have my life here. so:
0: um, Western media representations, protests in Ottawa against vaccine mandates, February 22. They're far-right racist, Trump-supporting extremists, protesters in China, brave young people fighting a cruel autocracy. Funny that. So here, it's a great meme. Here it is: Welcome to Canada, where supporting another country's freedom makes you virtuous, and they're holding Ukraine's flags. But supporting your own makes you a racist, misogynistic and fringe minority. And did I don't know if you heard about this, but they're saying that Canada, a eh, that Justin Trudeau, so the this is the accusation that Justin Trudeau did a lockdown or he did the uh, did use the emergency powers with the truckers in Canada because he was told to by Joe Biden because it was hurting our economy. And so in the recently, um, so now the guys in Canada, so this is the opposition party in Canada. He's like, uh, we want you to make sure that you that the Canadian government is is uh, vocal in opposing these lockdowns. And and so that's a real pickle for the Justin Trudeau government to be in because they oppose the people who are protesting their covidian regulations and their lockdowns. And so. So let's watch what happens. In the recently published uh, government strategy on the Indo-Pacific, they they say, and I quote,
1: in areas of profound disagreement, we will challenge China, including when it engages in coercive behavior or ignores human rights obligations. There's a wave of protests across China right now, uh, and there are now reports of government crackdowns against those protests. If the government is serious about what it put in its strategy then will they
0: indicate to Beijing that the peaceful protests should be allowed to go ahead and that any crackdown should be resisted? So he's sticking it to the ruling party in Canada saying, are you going to tell the people in China that they need to respect their protests against COVID lockdowns? Because... You didn't respect us in in our own country, so that's so he's putting sticking the the needle in this guy, the knife in, and so now let's see what the the guy from the ruling party says. There we the Honorable Parliamentary Secretary, Minister for Foreign Affairs. So we are following the unfolding events in China very closely. We remain in close contact with our embassy. You see how fucking nervous this guy looks, and how fast <laughs> he's trying to. We are following it very closely. We're trying to get the fuck out of here. I know it looks bad for us, and we're all assholes. Okay. <laughs> Let's watch. Consulate. We believe in freedom of expression at home and abroad, including China. We believe in freedom of expression at home and abroad. Okay, okay, not really at home. Not really at home. And that protesters should be able to peacefully protest and share their views without fearing for their safety, Mr. Speaker. We will continue to follow the events very closely. Thank you. Yeah, and that and that was it. So there's Canada eh? a trying to pretend that therefore the protesters in China when they. Uh, criminalized the exact same actions in their own country and lied about them and smeared them and, uh, and I like this for two years media outlets almost, almost completely ignored mass protests shown in this clip against lockdowns and vaccine passports in western countries yet they are now reporting the mass protests in China on the same issues their hypocrisy is shameful there it is anything else you'd like to add to this Max
1: I think we said what had to be said okay and uh you know i'm proud that we could be consistent
0: i'm very proud that we were on the right side of history through this whole thing because all we had to do was go back to our lefty values of freedom freedom of speech freedom of thought freedom of movement and bodily autonomy these are all left these are all lefty values and if you're willing to throw your value out the window Because of a fear of a virus, then they're not values, as John Stewart taught us. Then they're just hobbies. If you're not willing to stand by your values when it's difficult, then they're not values. They're just hobbies. Max Blumenthal, thanks for coming on. Uh, Everybody, check out his work at the Gray Zone.
1: Thanks a lot, Jimmy. Okay, thanks, Thanks Val. All right.